guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 88. Oh my gosh, Lauren, I have a funny story for you. Mm-hmm. Something that is somewhat depressing, but also very amusing. Yes. Tell me, tell me. My 35th birthday was last Friday, and as I'm getting ready for dinner that night, I don't know what came over me as I was getting in the shower. Something possessed me to start doing jumping jacks. Oh. <laughs> and no, I had no clothes on. There were no clothes. No clothes at all. And Lauren, the sight of my 35-year-old body, three children later, um, maybe, I don't know why, but I I was like depressed, but it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, that would be a sight to see for any of us. That would be humorous. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I think I marcoed you. Did I mark you? Yes, you did marco me shortly after and said, I just did the dumbest thing. Oh my gosh. But I know, happy birthday to us, right? I mean, turning a year older, it's just, uh, oh. Anyway, I was just dying laughing and it was, yeah, I'm challenging you all, you guys, strip down, do some jumping jacks in the mirror and have yourself a, a, a laugh. good laugh. We're showing our true colors here with a very special guest in, in studio today. Yes, we do. We are doing our Mama and More series all month long in November, where we have hand selected some of our very favorite, mostly local gals who we love following along with, who are mothers, but then also have some other really exciting things going on to kind of bring a new message to you and, and kind of an inspiration. I think it's amazing to see them tackle being a mother and having a family, but also aspiring to a goal or a dream or just uplifting us as um, fellow women. Absolutely. So we are the Mom Voice Podcast for any new listeners that are just now finding us. And we talk about the kids, the husbands, all the all things. All of it. All yep. the things. Yep. We are told we say that too much. I'm a liker. I really, really try. But I just get excited. And today's really an exciting one. This is really a big day for us. It really is a big day. So we are sitting here with Miss Amber Fillerup clark She is just a beauty. Say hi, Amber. Hi, guys. We are so thrilled to have you sitting down with us. You are married to your husband, David. You have three children. Yes. You are the owner of BFB Hair Extensions, the Day Hair Care product lines, which are now sold in Sephora, which yeah. we love Day. Thank Amber. you. We've been using it and we love it. Yeah, we're going to talk about Day because I have like some raving reviews too. Oh, good. You have your blog, barefootblonde.com. And then you are also one of the original big presences on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, on all the platforms, really, from Pinterest to Instagram. I mean, you can always find Amber. Yeah, we're going to pick your brain kind of on social media and just, yeah, your presence there, but also just having a productive, healthy relationship with social media and Instagram. We are covering quite a bit in this episode, and we're really excited to sit down with you today and talk about kind of your journey thus far and how you've major dreams come true and doing it all while having babies Mm -hmm. and being mom and juggling all of it. So that's quite a list. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. And honestly, um, Amber's kind of a little bit of a hometown hero. I have to say you really, really yes, I do think, I mean, I I've followed Amber along the ways and from just honestly, I would YouTube your braid videos and like try to do it myself. And then just to see all the many things that you've accomplished and grown over the, oh my the last few years have really been incredible. That's so Incredible nice. to see and to watch. Yeah, I have to pipe in. We were at a zoo play date literally probably six years ago, six or seven years ago when she had her twin babies and I had my firstborn and she had this cool braid done. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. And she's like, yeah, you need to go watch Amber's. Oh, and that's, yeah. 
braid tutorial. Okay. So what year did you start your braid videos? That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago because I basically started with that. So that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. And and are they all still on there? I haven't been on for a while. They're all still on there along with my banana peel teeth whitening videos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's amazing though. A lot of embarrassing stuff. No, that's like a time capsule. That is like the true beginning. And before we get going, we want to play a little get to know you game. And we're going to do a game of this or that. So give you two options. We want you to tell us what your pick is. Okay. All right. Staying in or going out? Staying in. All right. LaCroix or Diet Coke? Diet Coke for sure. I hate LaCroix. All right. Oh, man, girl. I, hate, not I mean, it's cute. Like I'll hold one <laughs> like I would a purse, but. I know. <laughs> okay. A beach house or a cabin in the woods? Beach house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shopping in store or online? Online 100%. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm kind of the opposite, I feel like. Are you? I like to touch it and try it on. and Really? Yeah. I find it such a pain to try stuff on. Oh, it totally is. Totally agree. Yeah. But I feel like I buy things online and then I never return them if I don't like True. Them. I make my husband return everything yeah. for me. <laughs> Returns <laughs> are next level these days. Yeah, I know. It's so I know. true. Okay. Are you more of a call or a text kind of girl? Oh, neither. I don't. I have like a hundred something unread texts on my phone. I'm the absolute worst with both of those. Oh, interesting. Just because you don't want to deal or like you just. I feel like I'm just on emails all day. And then like I have to be on my phone for work. And like the last thing I want to do is get home and like be on your phone. Sit on my phone. Yes. 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 So. Yeah, I'm kind of like a terrible friend in that way where I don't get back to people for like days at a time. Yeah. so send her a letter in the mail if yeah. you want to reach her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Get to know Amber. Christmas music before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? Before. It's funny <gasps> because we have to shoot Christmas campaigns and they often start earlier. Right. And so we've always kind of had to like get Christmas ready a little bit earlier, like around like Halloween time. And we always felt like kind of guilty. We're like, okay, Halloween, like, sorry about this. But we just love it. Like, it's so fun. And I I whistle Christmas music all year long. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas is always coming out of my mouth. So (laughs) No, I feel like more than any any year, this is the year. I feel like it was November 1st and like Christmas is everywhere. Oh, yeah. I think we all need it. We all want it. But it is crazy how Halloween is gone. And I'm not even thinking turkey. I'm not even thinking leaves. I am just like... Christmas mode yeah. is yes. all already. Give me my reads. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for playing along. That I was know. our little get to know you game. Yes. We're going to dive right in. Yeah. Let's dive in. Like we were talking about kind of with the YouTube. I mean, kind of in a nutshell, tell us a little bit about your journey starting in YouTube and just, I mean, you've done so, you've accomplished so many different things along the way. So how did it all start? So I was in hair school at the time, 10 years ago, and I was going to Fiji for a trip and I wanted to kind of document it. I've always been very into pictures. Okay. And just documenting life. I've always written in journals and like. Were you a scrapbooker? Oh, 100%. Totally. Yes. A scrapbooker. Totally. Yes. Yeah. So was very into documenting life. So wanted to, of course, document. And Mm -hmm. I felt like it was kind of like a Mormon thing to have a blog Mm -hmm. at the time. Like Mm -hmm. people just had them as like an online journal. So I 
literally had mine as an online journal, like would talk about dates that went bad and dates that went good. So like early, early OG blog readers would remember me like talking about my first date with David and like just like documenting that whole thing. So fun. Talking about like Bachelor and I don't know, it was honestly just like word vomiting. Yeah. And honestly just like grew very naturally like I never thought about it too much and I think that's why it ended up growing the way it did I don't know I just didn't really care what anyone else was saying about it I just thought it was fun and kept doing it yeah well and I would agree oh my gosh blogs were like were the OG I think we all had blogs and that's where you like put your pictures and I as well was a scrapbooker so it was like your online scrapbook and you just wrote the day-to-day journal entry on there and it was such a trend but then it evolved to YouTube so what point did you start going on to YouTube and making videos I just needed a way to publish my hair tutorials so I didn't even like I didn't even know who was going to watch this. I don't even know what made me film it, but I just Mm -hmm. got on my, um, what is it called? Like photo booth on the iMac and filmed it on there in like my poorly lit college room. And yeah, I posted it to YouTube and it just kind of grew. Like it was the perfect storm where it was like the perfect time to create a blog, be on social media And Pinterest had just come out. So Pinterest really made it spread quickly because people could pin the videos, they could pin the pictures, and that kind of like propelled it. So I I have to, because I'm very business minded, just how my brain works. So there wasn't a whole lot of like SEO optimization or anything going on back then. No. It was purely just viral. Absolutely. I didn't even know SEO was a thing. Yeah. I didn't none of that. Wow. So all of these elements come together to lay the foundation of your career. Here you meet David. So what is he thinking about all this? Yes. Yeah. So I met David and it's funny because at the time, like taking selfies was not an acceptable form of photo taking. (laughs) Like it was still like, oh, you're so narcissistic. Taking photos of yourself. Like what are you doing? But I couldn't afford a photographer and I wanted to show my hairstyle. So I think at the time it was still a little like taboo and his friends just kind of thought it was a little silly. Not all of them, but a lot of them were like, why are you dating her? Like, that's so weird. And David was always the one like, this is awesome. Like, keep going. So he's always kind of been like my little cheerleader and he's always just thought it was like so cool and I don't know I just I loved that that he like he didn't you. listen to anyone and yeah I love what a support David was to you he just pushed you and motivated you and that's amazing so then you guys made some big moves what came next so he was in law school in Alabama oh, and that's, that's right. when my right blog was really growing like I started to get jobs and I felt like I was kind of having to turn down a lot of jobs because he was in school all day and I wasn't thinking about it like a business at the time so I didn't even think like oh just hire a photographer because that felt like yeah I felt like I this all needed to be me and like keep it authentic like this was my blog it wasn't like a business yet and I wasn't thinking about it like that okay so I was like why don't you just drop out of law school and we move to New York and he's like let's freaking do it and like a couple weeks later we were like looking at apartments and I don't know I think we were just like 
who knows if we'll be blogging in five years, but like this is a thing that's happening right now and it's like very unknown, mm-hmm. but let's just go for it. It's fun. We can always go back to law school, but like we can't just go back to blogging one day. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it sounds like you really are at a fork in the road where you guys are now deciding between the certainty of law school or to kind of go down this path that really has not even been paved yet. Like you were one of the original blogger turned influencers on social media. So, I mean, it sounds like it really was a pretty big leap of faith. Oh, totally. And so, I mean, at this point, your blog is booming and you're starting to really book some fun jobs and start traveling, right? Yeah, because at that point I had Atticus and I almost feel like I was never in Alabama because... I was always leaving to go travel. So like I would just take Atticus to Europe for a few weeks and like meet up with friends in Europe. And I don't know, we were kind of just having a fun time. Love it. And I went out to London with Atticus to the Victoria's Secret show and kind of had some cool opportunities. And I think my mindset was just like, don't say no to anything. Let's just do it all. Like, when is this ever going to happen again? Oh, my gosh. And at any point, did you have any parental figures being like, "Ah, you guys might need to slow it down or I don't know if this is a smart decision or anything that you kind of had to push through and just like follow your gut? I mean, the entire way. I mean, I think it was just so unknown to people. So I can't even fault people for giving me a hard time for doing it because I think people are just like, are you sure? Like, how are you going to make money? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I think still people don't quite get how influencers make money, which understandably so. How is anyone supposed to know? But yeah, it was still just very unknown. But I think I was so used to just ignoring people at that point that I was like, whatever this is like honestly so fun so so incredible we just kept doing it and so at a point you two kind of had to make the decision like yeah this is what we're doing we're forging ahead because it's a lot of work like coming up with content and scheduling and like I don't know the whole the whole reason this all happened was just because I enjoyed it like I never really even still to this day I don't use like an Instagram feed planner I don't plan my content Mm -hmm. It's literally whatever I feel like that week, like maybe on Sunday, I'll like jot down a note, like maybe film this hair tutorial. Like, I don't know if I'll do it, but sounds great now. So I don't really plan anything and never really have. And I think that's one of the reasons why it grew is just because we were just being our authentic selves, I guess. And like having fun and kind of taking advantage of this like wild I mean like no one it was like no one had been an influencer before so you're just like figuring it out it was very organic and very natural too I mean like I said just kind of following along and I remember I was like late to the game with Instagram I didn't even know what Instagram was and then one night at a party they were all talking oh I saw that you were there and I was like what are they how do they know these things oh there's this (laughs) app Instagram and I remember getting on and I remember I didn't have an iPhone yet oh yeah and I had to do it on the iPad do you remember that I had to download it on my iPad. And so if I wanted to upload a picture, it was like such a thing. And then I got an iPhone and I got with the times. Oh my god. But gosh. like I remember, yeah, Instagram, it was just this thing. And I remember around that time, yeah, the blogging, it was transitioning into Instagram a little bit. And yeah, you were kind of like one of the pioneer women at the beginning of it. And I mean, who wouldn't? run off to Europe and do these amazing things or have the opportunity to see Victoria's Secret show. It's incredible. And mind you, she had a baby on her hip and I like, know. oh my gosh. So yeah, did you and David ever stop and have that discussion of kind of family planning? 
because I think a lot of women out there listening might really be stuck in that position of when to have kids, turning down opportunities, career opportunities. It's a really hard pull. So how did that play into your choices here? I mean, we didn't think about it at all. And that's okay. We're young and and free. You just go for it. Yeah. We were just like in Italy one night. We're like, I don't know, maybe let's try to have a baby tonight. And if it happens the first time, it was meant to be. And if not, we'll just like wait a while. And it it happened. It so happened. we He's just a little Italian baby. That yeah. Bino. <laughs> oh, so so I don't know. We didn't really put much thought into like I don't know. We're very free spirited in the sense that we were yeah. never like, hey, we have to have this amount of money before we have a baby or we have to do X, Y, Z. It was just like, I don't know. Let's just like figure it out. Well, type of thing. I love that. The phrase that keeps coming to my head while you're talking is there's this old wives tell or whatever that says, like, if you do something you'll love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's like what I'm hearing you say yeah. is that yes. you just love what you do. Well, And I can love that David was just on board. Let's like, yes. um, Okay, we'll come back to law school. We're dropping that right now. Let's go. So you guys go to New York and I really feel like that's where like things just like blew up kind of for you. Would you say that was a really big, exciting time for you guys? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it was just so exciting to live in New York. Right. It was like just so fun and felt so new and exciting. Mm -hmm. So it was just a very fun time for us in general. Mm -hmm. And obviously that ended up making for fun content because life is fun and so what came first was it barefoot blonde the blog and then social media or were they kind of hand in hand did Instagram come later I'm yes I think so so first I started a blog on like blog spot oh yeah and then I reached out to my friend and he knew like some girls were kind of making fun of it. So I kind of went to him just to vent about it. And he was like, I think you should just keep doing it. Like how many viewers do you get? And I told him and he was like, what? He's like, that's how many views you get. Oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, is that a lot? Like I didn't <laughs> know. And he's like, yes, you, you need to go after this. Like this is really big. And so that's when I reached out to someone and like, was like, what should I call it? And I knew I wanted blonde in it because Mm -hmm. I have blonde hair, obviously. And then I asked my roommates, I'm like, what should it be? I want it to be like blonde something. Or they're like, why don't you do barefoot blonde? You're literally always barefoot. Oh, fine. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. So and you um, still like the name? I'm like over it now. (laughs) I feel like people always say that. I've like heard it so much that I'm like, I don't know. I just I'm kind of over it. Like I'm 30 now. I'm not 20 years old anymore. So that's kind of why we've rebranded the hair extensions to BFB hair. Just to kind of not elevate it, but like a no, little bit. Great. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that. Evolve with the times. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, the blog came first and then we launched the hair extensions four years ago. And then we launched day almost a year a ago. Year ago. Yeah. So that's kind of the timeline. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna talk more about day. We like have a glowing review to give you. We've been using it for a while oh, and we good. really, really adore it. So from the outside looking in, Amber, it seems to us like you have such a good relationship with social media. I know it's something that both Lauren and I have struggled with from time to time, just finding that balance and making it a good space for us. We love following your account because not only do we get like the home stuff, but then the fashion, the lifestyle inspiration. I mean, has your relationship with social media always been what it is now or has it kind of been a learning process? It's been a process for sure. Like 
when we were living in New York, I think that's when I was so excited about it that I was maybe almost using it too much. And Mm -hmm. then when we moved to Hawaii is when the slow life really kicked in and I was starting to learn more about how to meditate and like be present in life. And I don't know, I guess just learning more about bettering myself yeah and when we were there is when we really started to like cut back on social media and value more privacy I've always been a very open book so it's been a process for me even just to learn to like keep some things private Mm -hmm. but I feel like I found a good balance now where I feel good about what I share and for the most part I'll have like a couple days a week where I completely stay off social media or sometimes I'll stay off of it for like a week at a time or two weeks or whatever is needed at that time yeah but yeah I think it's just being aware of not missing out on life I agree I love that point that we all just like need to be more present in our day-to-day for a long time there it was like get the shot for the post and all the things even for me but I think if we're more present and not worrying about that kind of thing it's just put the phone away, you know, some days. We love seeing your cute littles on there. And actually it was your post that made me think about this the other day, but I had kind of seen it, not a trend, but people talking about the subject of kids on social media Mm -hmm. and like on the feed and sharing your children and especially with all the things in the world today. So like, where did you kind of come to with the conclusion about your kids on your social media? Yeah. And this is where I feel like a lot of times when people get like mean comments sometimes I think it's helpful to take a step back and like wonder if they're right because Mm -hmm. along the way I think I probably did overshare some things and because people were telling me like oh my gosh you shouldn't share that at first my first instinct is to be like what I can share whatever I want like these are this is my family Mm -hmm. this is my feed but then like when I really think about it, I'm like, wait, do I really want to share that though? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just been, like I said, a learning process through these years of learning what's right and what's not. So right now I just like try to trust my intuition, but I also feel fine about it just because we're together as a family so much. And there have been times where we're like, okay, well, what if you just like went and got a job and like I was home with the kids or vice versa. And like, we just didn't do social media. And then we always come back to like, well, then we're, we're just like not together as much. And like, we would just miss that. So we love being together as a family. We love that it allows us to do that and all the opportunities we've been given because of it. I mean like traveling and just really cool experiences that, We probably won't get later in life because we probably will be off social media by then. But we're just kind of like taking advantage of all the fun things life throws at us right now. And I feel good about that. And I feel like that's all anyone can do is just do what you feel good about. Yes, I totally agree. And I mean, speaking of that traveling with the kids, I have been amazed in the past at how gracefully you travel with your children. Like, what is your number one tip for moms who are traveling with their kids? It's funny, I was working on a traveling with kids post because I haven't done one since Atticus was a baby. So I went and referenced my old one and I was like, oh, funny, like my number one tip on there is like still probably my number one tip today. And 
I feel like because everyone was like, oh, you guys aren't going to be able to travel anymore. I love proving people wrong. And so I was like, yeah, no, we definitely will. And so I think because I was like so determined to like still live life, even with a baby, um, I just like had fun with it. And I think going into it, like your mindset is everything. Like if you're looking at it like, oh my gosh, the kids are going to be like, so bad on the flight and I'm so worried about this or whatever like you're just gonna be stressed out the whole time I know but if you're just like okay we're just going on this awesome trip with my little buddies yeah then like it honestly just changes everything like going through security is fun all of a sudden so I feel like your mindset going into it plays the biggest role like I know I've had a bad mindset before flights and it's it's just crazy how much it plays into it at any age. I totally agree. And we've chatted about this so many times with our Disneyland trips that yeah. you just have to like manage your expectations. Have the lowest <laughs> expectations when you're going on a trip with children. And then anything above that is just like super fun and you're feeling grateful, you know? Yeah, so. yeah I would agree with that. It's kind of the perspective, like you said, just going into it with a positive attitude and hey, if we can get X, Y, and Z done, then I feel great about that. I mean, we are so critical of ourselves and it, it can it can be a lot. You seem to be a very balanced, like relaxed mom. Is that true? No? You just seem like you're super like easygoing where I feel like sometimes I can be like, stress case sometimes I don't know oh no I can be stressed too (laughs) again that's just outside looking in like how would you describe yourself as a mom I mean I do think I'm pretty low-key I don't know honestly I don't like have anything to compare it to because obviously we all have our private moments where like oh yes mad or stressed or whatever and like we don't really see anyone else's so like I guess, but like we're almost like a organized mess <laughs> if I were to describe our family because we don't have a ton of structure, but we also are like very organized at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I love to have like systems in place for things when we do those things, but we don't always have to do them at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Oh, totally. I, totally. I mean, you are running two businesses and a lot of us all struggle with just kind of like the balancing act and the mom guilt. We've talked about this so many times on the podcast before. I mean, do you go through that or how do you find your balance with the job and all of your needs, demands, I should say, but then also the kids, how do you find a wife Mm -hmm. and all of it? I mean, it was hard because like I grew up Mormon and so I feel like they really stress like being a stay at home mom in young women's activities. There's never like how to balance work and being a mom. It's like, here's how you're going to bake your bread and here's how you're going to sew this. You know what I mean? So I guess I never even like thought I was going to be anything but a stay-at-home mom because of that. So it was definitely an adjustment because I never planned to be a working mom, but it just like very naturally happened that way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it definitely took some adjusting for both David and I because he's at home with the kids most of the time. And obviously that's not traditional for the man to be home and the woman to be at work. But I feel like we're in such a good place now where like he's fully embraced his role. He's like the most killer stay at home dad ever. And I don't know. I don't really feel guilty anymore, but I do find that when I'm feeling guilty, if I just like spend tons of quality time with my kids in the morning, then I don't feel guilty at all leaving. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm like in a rush, I don't know. So I think for me, it's all about how I prioritize my mornings because I like to feel good about leaving. So 
Having like a really slow morning routine has helped me so much because I feel like I get tons of quality time with them in the morning and then I feel really good about leaving and then I come home and just try to have more quality time with them and I feel good about that. But also I think working moms, it's so nice because you have like your thing and then you come home and you miss them so much that you like really give them 100% and I, I do find that I'm not like at my wits end so much because oh. I have my breaks, you know? Absolutely. And Amber, Lauren and I, we've talked off the mic about this a lot. I really enjoy working and I quit my job when I had my first and I just felt like a void. I really did. And I said to Lauren so many times, I feel like I'm a better mom when I am working as mm-hmm. weird as that is, because I do feel like I get fulfilled in a way that I can't really get fulfilled at home as terrible as that is to say. But then when I am with my children, I feel like I'm excited to be there and I crave them and I like really, really want to be with them, you know? Yeah, Sarah has said the exact words you've just said to me many a times because it's like, yeah, you crave that need for them and that you're not burnt out because a lot of times, you know, I have been a stay-at-home mom for many years and oh my gosh, the days and the nights, they long, they blend in, they bleed together. It's like, whoa, a lot of kids all the time and it, it's exhausting. And so there yeah. is that burnout point. So when you can feel refreshed and rejuvenated and like you've really been able to work on something you care about and you enjoy and feel that renewal, that's huge. Well, if you could give any advice to a mom out there who maybe has an idea or has a dream that she really wants to follow, what is one or a few tips that you could give her? I would say it's to have a very solid business plan of how you'll keep the day-to-day going because I found it's very, I mean, it's not that it's easy, but it's, it's easy to have the idea And then it's really hard to get it started. But then it's really, really hard to keep it going day to day after that. Right. So it's like it's so fun and exciting to launch something. And you have all this excitement. Everyone's super proud of you. And then it's like, okay, two years later, like, how are you still making this work? Mm -hmm. Or like, what's your plan? Like, how are you driving sales? How are you shipping these things out? Like, really get down into the logistics of how you're going to make this work. And especially how you'll make it work if it ends up being like a massive success and how will you grow your company and Mm -hmm. who will you hire? You know what I mean? Just kind of think about some of those things because I think when I launched BFB Hair, our hair extension company, we were in that phase of like, let's just get it. Let's just get it out there. And like we were so focused on the launch and we've been able to figure it out since then. But I mean, yeah, it's like those day-to-day things that no one tells you are like really hard yeah, <laughs> and like you really through. have to like yeah. follow through every day, you mm-hmm. know? Which totally. is super impressive because like you didn't go to business school, right? Like, I mean, that's amazing that you were running a business and sustaining and growing like you guys are. I mean, it, that's just so admirable and so impressive. Talking about making dreams come true, I just think it's really amazing to see you accomplish all these things I mean and even for you Sarah like this podcast was your dream oh my god I mean we all have like little dreams deep down inside us that we just have to kind of go for it 
And I think in today's world, we were just saying, like, I think there's a lot of opportunities with social media and just like all these new things, small businesses. There's a lot of opportunities for women to go out there and accomplish things. But, you know, it may not be financial or business end. It might be more home or children or family, all sorts of things. There's all sorts of directions of women and their desires and dreams. And I think it's just kind of going out and getting it. I mean, like you said, day. Let's go into day really quick. Sarah and I both bought day yes your hairline hair care products and we just like love them tell us about the four products that you offer yeah so we have our shampoo our conditioner our deep conditioning treatment and then our hair oil so everything is kind of inspired by arizona by the desert there's desert botanicals in the products and then as you guys know we have lots of citrus here in arizona Mm -hmm. so We did a citrus scent and yeah, we kind of just wanted to like bring the warmth of the desert to people and really tell that story and like feel a certain way when you get it and kind of feel that warmth, I guess. Tell us what day stands for. Wait, let me, no, I know it. Cause I remember when you did like the little like quiz, you put it out there. Can you guess what these letters stand for? Dawn. Yes. Afternoon. And evening? Evening, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. And you wash and feel fresh all day long kind of thing. Is that kind of the thought behind it? Yeah. How it came about was as we were testing our shampoo formula, when we knew we had the one, I was like, this is like so good. I feel like I can go an extra day without washing. So I was Mm, like, what if we just included like day? And I was looking up like day in other languages and time in other languages. Like, I don't know. I was just kind of all over the place. And then somehow we ended up with DAE and then it wasn't even me. It was someone in our office who was like, this stands for dawn, afternoon, evening, the whole day. Like it just kind of fell into place really nicely. I love it. And I love your styling and all of your like marketing is like spot on. So perfect for the desert in Arizona. So true to us out here in the desert. We love it. It really is so good. I had been using the um, Olaplex like hair mask for gosh, a year now. And your deep conditioning I love oh, more good. than Olaplex, which is Whoa. like a tall order. Yeah, yeah it is. It I, is a tall order. I mean, I'm not kidding. The day after I first used it, Amber, I literally told everybody I saw. I was like, you guys, oh, my that hair. that makes me so happy. Oh, I was like, I have baby hair right now. I have like such soft baby hair. You need to feel my hair. <laughs> I wanted it to be really detangling. So like you yeah. put it on your hair and like it doesn't matter if you had a top knot in your hair for like seven days straight. It will get those tangles and mats out. Well, and yeah, you're talking to like the tangles matted woman of the world over here it's like these are like and I really love it too what's lost in that hair yeah, there's line? just you could like what I can could we get find? a pen in the side of my head <laughs> I would not know that it's sticking out there for days no I like I loved it too I got the deep conditioner and the shampoo and I think the scents are so spot on they smell yeah. so yummy like I just want to keep going but I saw a tip that you posted and I have to say it on the podcast because I thought it was super smart and I didn't know this because I just want it because my hair is so thick and dry it like sucks it up so fast so I just want to keep pumping but you said that you don't need more product you need more water Yes. And I've been doing that. And it's really so true. Like it will lather more once I kind of re-wet it and get it going more. And it really just needs more water, right? Yeah. Especially with a sulfate-free shampoo because sulfate-free will help your color last longer. But the sulfates are what make it set up really nice. Oh. Yes. So without the sulfates, you kind of have to help it along a little yes. bit. 
So yeah, if you get it wet, it will create so many more suds and kind of spread easier. So yeah, I try to get like my first initial run in my hair and get it in there and then just like dunk it under the shower really fast mm-hmm. and then rub it more and it'll create way more bubbles and okay, spread. I'm, I'm a huge over product user. I use way too much of everything. Laundry detergent, body wash, all of it. How much do you actually use? How many pumps do you do? How many yeah. pumps? Or I do three, three for shampoo. Per shampoo, okay. And three for conditioners. It depends how tangly my hair is. Okay. Because if it's already pretty smooth, I don't use a ton. Uh-huh. Like if I have that like seven-day top knot in it, it's like so gross, then I use more to kind of get out those big And knots. are you like an aggressive shampooer? Like I can really yes. get in there and get aggressive. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I think that's like best for your scalp. Promotes hair growth. Okay, it like will make your hair fuller. It's just so good to like get in there. I think people especially forget to do like underneath. Uh huh. And like especially when I was a hairstylist, I remember like doing people's hair and it'd be like so fresh on top and then like a little greasy underneath. Yes. I'm like, okay, hey, you need to wash this part better. And what about the ends, Amber? Like I can get really crazy aggressive on my ends where I'm like, you know, what is that washboard technique? Yes. Do you do that on your ends or no? No, I don't Be even nice do my ends. ends. You don't. I don't shampoo heard, them at all. Yeah, I've heard that, right? Because that, you want the shampoo up here oh. and not to focus, right? Because yes. it makes some oily, what, remind me, am I making that I up? I mean, you totally can do it on your ends. It's just not totally necessary. Like that's not where the oil is being yeah. you know what I mean like yes. it's not close away. to your scalp so I mean yeah you could totally not even do your ends and it doesn't dry your ends out as much but I use a lot of like texture spray and a lot of crap during yes, the week that's true if and you're so, wanting to get off product yeah. then for sure yeah scrub yeah. it a little bit so maybe like every other do your ends or okay something. and how high up are you putting your conditioner I'm sorry I'm asking basic questions because I feel like not everybody does it the same no it's true well if my scalp is dry then I'll do conditioner on my scalp but other than that, I do like mid shaft ends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So you said sulfate really fast on the sulfate. I read a while back I, that sulfates is kind of what causes like scalp buildup too. And that I've always looked for a sulfate free because especially with my curly hair, my roots dry like very last because I air dry. And it just, I feel like you can get just that buildup, that mm-hmm. wet neck buildup and sulfate free avoids that, right? Isn't sulfates kind of keep that like that buildup kind of gets rid of that yeah explain the sulfate thing because I don't know about it like I feel like I hear it from time to time like a buzzword explain what the movement is <laughs> with the anti-sulfate I mean it's not that sulfates are necessarily bad but it's definitely better to not have them the main benefit is just that it'll protect your hair longer or okay. your hair color okay so if you okay. don't want your hair color to fade for sure use a sulfate free shampoo if you're only using a shampoo just for like the sudsing and like literally just to clean your hair then I guess it doesn't matter so much mm-hmm. I mean I don't know it hasn't been like linked to cancers or anything that yeah, I no, know no, of no. who knows maybe it has <laughs> I but I think mainly it just doesn't get that build up and protects your hair gotcha so it's okay. just a little better for your hair and the day products are sulfate free yeah they're sulfate free awesome okay one more question yes. how do you use the oil or do you use the oil on wet hair styling on dry hair exactly all of it right Amber yeah honestly <laughs> All of it. Like if I just wash my hair, I'll put it on when it's damp before I blow dry. But if it's like day three or four, I'll use it on just my ends to make it look like a little fresher after sleeping on it. You know how it can get 
like frizzy on the yes. ends. Yes. So I'll use it for that or I'll pack on a ton and sleep with it overnight and then just wash it out in the oh, morning. Okay. Yeah. So you can kind of do it like an overnight treatment. And then that way you can like really put on a lot and you don't have to worry about it looking oily yes. because you're just going to wash it out in the morning anyway. I mean, there's lots of ways you can use it, oh, but yeah, those are I've the loved- three ways I do. Yeah. Okay. I need that it. one. It's been so great. I mean, how surreal is it to see your products and like Sephora and everything? No, it's, I mean, I think about day, like all day long, literally. <laughs> so it's so fun to work on and it's been so fun to work with Sephora. Like their team is just so awesome. I mean, on all the calls, it's like me and like 10 other women. So it's like, it's just fun. Like that's amazing. Working with other women. And yeah, it's been awesome. That is so fun. Well, what's next, Amber? I mean, we're just going to continue to grow day. And then in a few years, we would love to take a little break from social media. So we'll probably go off social media for a mm-hmm. couple of years and just travel as a family. But yeah, other than that. We haven't gotten past that point, so yeah. we'll see. Are, are, you gonna, are there any more babies in the future for you? I definitely want another baby. I was thinking about having one end of this year, but then I don't know. Yeah. It's just work is really crazy right now. I'm yeah. like, this oh, is going to be my last. I want to be in a place where I can like really Soak go slow up. and enjoy my pregnancy. Of course. And I'm just like too busy for that right now. Well, so. and Frankie's still so little. I mean, you've got time. You're just soaking them up. Of course. That's yes. Nice. Don't rush it. Oh, well, we have loved having you here. Thanks so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. I know, Amber, you just kind of have shown us and talked about how you can just go out and get your dream life too. And whatever that may be. I mean, we can all just go for it. It takes a little faith and risk, but really it's all possible. And I just think we can see that through your story. And that's amazing. Well, yes, we are going to let you go home, Amber. We always wrap up every show with our weekly hits and misses, our weekly mom fails and our mom wins. But thanks so much for being here. It really just has been so great. Thanks, guys. Okay, Lauren. Well, that was so fun. I know that was so awesome. We've kind of had our own little dream to have Amber on. So that really was such a fun sit down. I mean, I'm inspired. How about you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm ready to crush it with this podcast. Yes. I, I mean, we can, it's all possible. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. No. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up like we do every week with our hits and misses. What was your hit? Well, I was mentioning this to you. This morning, I really just had like 50 things I wanted to get done and like the cleaning and the laundry. And Caleb just kind of insistently was like, I want you to play with me. Like those were his words. And tell everybody how old Caleb is. Caleb is five, a little over five. Yeah. He's my last baby home. And it was kind of a sacrifice, as horrible as that sounds. But we sat down and we built the magnetile ramp for the cars. And he thought it was so fun. And I just have to remind myself, I've got to carve those times out because he needs the one-on-one. He's going to kindergarten in a few months, which is nuts next fall. And so I just have to soak it up, even though... There's the to-do list. I mean, it will still be there. It so, will still be there and it will always keep growing. So It always is there. So oh just take the time and just soak it up a little bit. I love that. Well, my hit for the week is such a good one, you guys. Oh. So we had a little blip of like cold weather last week and I got it in my head that we were going to have s'mores and hot chocolate and read a book together for family night. We call it family so home evening. Fun. Around the fire pit. So that we is did. Perfect. You guys, we have a fire pit and like we never use it. So I was like, I'm going to make this happen. I let the kids stay up late, which 
let's be real, on a Monday night does not happen a lot because Mondays hit me hard, y'all. Like, they're kind of hard. But we did, and it was so great. They loved the hot chocolate. I did whipped cream. I did sprinkles. Um, You would have been impressed. Fun mom. Look at you. I have a hack. I have a mom hack for hot chocolate with children. Get some chocolate milk, cold chocolate milk. I make the hot chocolate, but only do half of the hot Pour in some cold chocolate milk, Ooh. and it's instantly like lukewarm-ish. Perfect temperature. And you're thicker. not waiting around for the hot chocolate to cool off. I love that. Mom win well, right there. Well, it's always like a dessert for kids is a tricky one. Yeah, it is. Because I don't mind like having dessert or a treat after dinner, but let's be real. That carves into like a 6.30, 7 o'clock treat. Oh, and totally. you're trying to get them to bed in the next 30 minutes, hour, it totally backfires. It does. So it's I know. tricky. I it's know. like you want them to like have a treat, but then it's like, uh, it's like bedtime. I know. No. I know. The sugar. That's good for you. I know. Okay. What was your miss? Yes, my miss. I... I guess I don't want to complain about it, but like dance, I'm kind of frustrated. Our girls are in a dance team right now and we are so excited for them to get into the company this fall. And it's been, it's been great in a lot of ways. It has. And I think she is learning. It's been fun, but I know what you're going to say. We're spending a lot of money on outfits and bags and all the things when event after event keeps getting canceled. And it's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. We were so excited to be dance moms. And we knew this. I mean, we obviously this is like not surprising, but yes, things just keep getting canceled, but the money keeps flying out the window (laughs) for costumes and things that are just not happening. So it's kind of a little bit. I mean, are you bitter? I'm starting to get a tiny, tiny tad bit bitter. Yeah, just a little bit. I'm just like, can we scale it back a little? I know. I know. It is just, just flying out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And those. Yeah. I mean. I'm sure there's a lot of moms out there who have some of the extracurriculars going on. You guys have to tell us. Is this just our studio? But our sports have felt very normal. Oh, like have normal they? practice, normal games. So well, that's I, great. I Maybe know. there's hope. Yeah, hopefully it will turn around. Oh my gosh. What's well, yours? My miss of the week, funny enough, also involves hot chocolate again. Again, when I have these cold weather days, I'm just like craving a warm beverage. Hot, you drink. know? Yeah. So I was on my way to work and it was I was gonna get you one too. I remember this. So I pull in 7-Eleven. I get a hot chocolate. I have the drinks in my lap driving literally one block to my office. You guys, as I'm pulling out of 7-Eleven, a car like almost like I had to correct because we almost collided a little bit and the drinks fly. The hot, let me emphasize the word hot. The hot chocolate flies all over my car. My car's only two months old. Let me remind you. Um, Flies all over. It's sticky, like a mess. It's all over me, scalding my my body. And I was like, and I jump out of my seat. It's literally flooding the entire driver's seat. And I was just like, how, why? And literally it's within the first hour of the day. And you're like, this day's going to be a hard one. You know? Yeah. That's a rough start. That is the worst. I just kept thinking of your new car. I just felt so bad. And then as I'm in the parking lot at work with like the 19 paper towels on the floor, I've got this, you know, this guy who probably has no kids or anything. He's like, oh, rough start to the day, huh? And I was just like, don't go there, pal. (laughs) that's annoying right I'm like you could offer to help (laughs) yeah seriously but anyway 
Yeah, that was that was I'm an sorry. epic one. Well, well, we are so happy to be here, you guys. Thanks so much for sticking around with us. And I hope you enjoyed the episode with Amber. We are back every Monday with a fresh episode. And if you like what you hear, please make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. Absolutely. And you can find us on Instagram at the Mom Voice Podcast. Drop us a DM or, you know, leave us a message. We love hearing from you guys, getting feedback. We really do. And then also, if you enjoy what you're hearing, please go leave us a five-star rating and a review. It really, really does help us. And we always love it when you share us with your friends and your family. It really is the only way that we grow. Anything else, Lauren? Oh, man, we we covered a lot here today. Yeah, a lot of great stuff. Uh, Hopefully a great takeaway for you to just kind of feel better about yourself and lift you up and go get it. Do your thing, girl. Yes. Do your thing. And we have a lot more coming out for the rest of the month. So make sure to stick around. All right. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.